Welcome to the Voices of St. Michael podcast, where we bring you talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers from the faith community of St. Michael Catholic Church in Independence. May the peace of Jesus Christ be with you always. Those of you who have been following Catholic sites and our diocese site are aware that there's a national Eucharistic revival that is launching this weekend. And the theme is this mission to renew the church by enkindling a living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. Sponsored by the United States bishops, and the revival aims to inspire people to encounter Jesus in the Eucharist. Specifically, it will be a three-year initiative that aims to inspire, educate, and unite. From the website, it says, in a world where not many people know Jesus intimately, the revival is meant to show everyone what wonders the true presence of Jesus can do to heal the soul. And there's a carefully planned timeline of events where the U.S. bishops hope to change the lives of many Catholics and non-Catholics alike. Towards the end of it, end of it, I'll share a couple of the events that will be going on. The National Eucharistic Congress will be July 17th to the 21st in 2024 in Indianapolis, where I attend every two years the National Catholic Youth Conference. The United States bishops are predicting that at this historic event, more than 80,000 Catholics of all ages will gather to reconsecrate their hearts to the source and summit of our faith. The Eucharistic revival concludes in July of 2024 through Pentecost, and it's called the Year of Going Out on Mission. Having enkindled a missionary fire in the hearts of the American faithful, the Holy Spirit will send us out on mission to share the gift of our Eucharistic Lord. Let us reflect deeply on some of the theology of this most holy Eucharist, the source and summit of our faith. Share some reflections from Father John Bartnick and Father John Piotropoli, who are legionnaires of Christ. They talk about in every chapel of the missionaries of charity, we know started by St. Teresa of Calcutta, there are two words over the crucifix. They say, I thirst. Jesus spoke those words from the cross as he was about to die. And the words that he speaks at the hour of death have that special importance. There's a line in Shakespeare's play, Richard II, where one of the characters, John of Gaunt, says, he breathes truth, who breathes his words in pain. Of course, everything Jesus ever said was the truth. But his words from the cross have that special meaning since they're spoken in pain. They reveal the depths of his heart. There's a Latin expression that's vitally important. It's communicatio idiomatum, and in English it means a linguistic interchange. That may sound abstract, but an 
actually means that since in Jesus, man and God are united in one person, whatever we say about Jesus in his humanity, we can also say about the second person of the blessed Trinity. It's life-changing. It's a unique gift of our faith. It's why we can say that God is love with a human heart. That is why we can say that God has died and why we can say that God thirsts for us. To reflect this weekend, ask ourselves, how is this thirst made manifest in my life? As we celebrate Father's Day, I was reading a bit and I share with you about the new bishop in Columbus, Earl Fernandez, who's only 49, recently installed, holds a doctorate in moral theology from Rome and many other degrees. And I want to just share two father figures in his life. First was his biological father, Sidney. He came over during the Vietnam War when there was a shortage of priests in 1970. As he shared, our family suffered discrimination, five boys. But he said, my parents relied on the power of faith and instilled that in us. As a family, we prayed the rosary every night. And they were close enough to the hospital where he worked when at times they went looking for him. Bishop Earl Fernandez said that many times he was either in the library or in the chapel on his knees praying for his patients. His father, Dr. Fernandez, died July of 2019 at the age of 82. One line in his obituary said he was lovingly committed at Mercy St. Charles Hospital to his patients and he was an outspoken defender of human life. Well, as I shared, Earl was studying to be a physician at the University of Cincinnati when he left for the seminary. Another father figure in his life was a man he helped, Monsignor Robert Amon, who died in 2003. He shared that Father Monsignor Amon had seven hip replacements, and when he traveled with them, he witnessed Monsignor Amon many times genuflecting in pain before the Eucharist. And one time on a hospital call they were on, he said the elevator was broken. He walked six flights of stairs to bring Holy Communion to a patient. Earl said, don't worry, Monsignor, if you fall, I will catch you. Monsignor Amon gave him his chalice when he was ordained in 2002. And in the interview I saw, Earl was so visibly emotionally shaken where it almost moved him to tears when he talked about this man in his life. The Eucharist, the body and blood of Jesus Christ, the real presence of God, it is the vehicle of expression for Christ's and God's redemptive love. United with Christ, inwardly loving the Father with Him, Christians share with Him one visible sign of their common love. Let us reflect on that, that the Eucharist is the thirst 
of God made visible. The thirst of God made visible in our lives. May Christ's peace be with you. Thank you for joining us for the Voices of St. Michael podcast. Please tell your friends about it. You can visit our website at stmichaelchurchindependence.org to find more talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers. You can also subscribe to this podcast from your favorite podcast app by searching for Voices of St. Michael Independence, Ohio. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us.